Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Disintegrated Man podcast. I am your host, Ilya Marakovich. This week is a special episode. We're going to be having a conversation about anger and how it tends to control our lives. How do we unlock that control so that we can be in the driver's seat in our own lives? Men, I, I know that for many of us, anger has been destructive. And for a lot of us, we've destroyed objects. We've destroyed people, careers. We've destroyed relationships. We've destroyed entire lives because anger has had control. So today, that's the conversation. If you have anger in your life, make sure to check this one out and share it with somebody if you think it was meaningful. We cannot wait to hear from you. So now, let's go ahead and dive in. Out of control anger, the kind of anger that is screaming and yelling and cussing, the kind of anger that is storming out of the house, giving ultimatums, the kind of anger that many of us will tap into pretty easily serves a couple different functions. So we want to at least acknowledge the good thing that's coming out of anger. We want to at least acknowledge that there's something beneficial going on here. Because for many of us, anger right now just looks like screaming and yelling. It looks like, uh, yeah, slamming doors, maybe punching walls, maybe throwing things. Maybe it's this just soul-killing thing that we are holding on to and trying to keep inside of ourselves rather than communicate it well or clearly. Or... We have communicated it well and clearly and nothing's been done, which serves to teach us and train our minds that nothing can change. Now, in most situations, people can just step away. You know, you are on the highway, somebody cuts you off and it pisses you off. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, you're driving off. So whatever the anger was, it can dissipate and and get the heck out of there. When it's somebody you work with, when it's somebody you are in a relationship with, It's a lot more complicated trying to get out of those situations. Now, there's a very strong argument that if somebody is making you uncontrollably angry all the time, it's probably best for everybody for you to step out of that situation. And this includes engaging in all the loss and the grief and the sadness that comes with that. So, you know, that's a discernment thing for you to figure out. Is this the time for me to go or is this the time for me to stay? But whatever you do, you need to choose it. Because part of the lie that is behind this anger is that somebody else is making the decision for you. That you're trapped in this relationship. That you're trapped in this work relationship. That you are trapped by X, Y, and Z. You're trapped by your parents. You're trapped by your past. You're trapped by your lack of resources. And for men, this idea of being trapped by grief, sadness, anger, resentment, contempt, frustration, envy, inadequacy, mediocrity, whatever the word is, whatever part of the feeling is, being trapped by something like that works and rubs and creates friction against who we are as men. And so this sense of anger is is typically just boiling under the surface because if you're in a situation that you feel trapped in and you're not able to get out of, you're going to see triggers and reminders consistently that remind you of the person that you are being forced to be, 
Well, the power that the masculine can take on, the power that a man can hold is twofold. So obviously you can change your environment. Like that's straightforward. You can change your environment. You can you can get the heck out of there. You can go somewhere else. You can you can end the relationship, quit the job. There are ways to do that and as soon as that becomes a viable option for a lot of people when they for years may have said no nothing can change actually something can absolutely change when they when they open up to that possibility of leaving and at the same time leaving you may be giving up something that's incredibly valuable you know so if you're married to somebody and you've been married for 10 12 years and this anger is still undermining your connection it's still undermining your relationship working through that may be actually worth it. And for many people, they'll say it is. And so the other way that this anger works, the other way that the masculine can take this power on, they can begin to shape and mold who they are in order to shape and mold their environment. Not just leave the environment or change the environment, but shape and mold and evolve the environment around them. The only way you can do this, though, is to not let anger keep in the driver's seat. Because for so many men, anger is the way that they protect themselves. It's the way that they hide what they're feeling. It's the way that they keep what they would consider to be their weak victim emotions hidden away in at bay. And instead, they experience a sense of power and strength and action, even in inaction. So even if... You come home from work and your girlfriend, fiance, wife, whoever hasn't done X, Y, and Z around the house. You know, they haven't put the dishes up. They haven't folded the laundry or they've been home all day. You come home and then they ask you to do some of the work that you expected them to have done during the day. Your response to that is completely in your control. Now, you may have reasons to explode. You may have reasons to be furious. You have may you have may you may have reasons to want to tap into anger and let anger take the driver's seat. The issue there, however, is you are giving up the movement of your life, the direction of your life, the path of your life every single time you do that. And you are creating inevitably additional piles of garbage and baggage that is just going to have to be dug through later on by you if you want to be able to have this relationship work. So one of the best ways to actually do this is to understand the process of establishing a plan forward with anger and how we make decisions in general. So I want to share with this re you real quick. It's pretty straightforward, right? You have your trigger, the initiating action. Everyone's aware of triggers. Triggers are, it's the fun word these days, right? Everybody's got triggers and everybody's triggered all the time. There's something that's causing the problem. There is the initial problem. There is the way in which they communicated. It was sarcastic, passive aggressive. There was injustice in it. It seems like you're not seen, whatever it is. There's some sort of trigger. We can talk more about that here in a little bit, but those triggers are going to basically say, go to your, your, your nervous system. They're going to say, yes, go action. And so now you enter into uh, this script, right? The way that you've handled anger, the way that anger has been modeled for you, the way that you've seen pre people respond to anger. 
whatever it is, you step into this then almost autopilot pattern. And this autopilot pattern, you go through this process. So you have your trigger, you have your assessment where you're trying to assess what the heck is going on, what's the information around me, and what are my actual options. So this is figuring out the playing field. What's the game we're playing? What's actually happening in front of me? Then you get to a decision point where you could actually make a movement forward. Here's what I'm going to do. And then you take action on that thing. And your action, maybe that, that's communicating in a, in a destructive way. Maybe that's communicating in a manipulative way. Maybe that's just degrading, dehumanizing, or maybe it's just disengaging and becoming absent and numbing out and separating from the relationship as a whole in that space. Well, what makes anger so enticing is in this process from trigger to assessment to decision to action, anger does such a really good job. I mean, really good job of making the assessment period super quick and super clear. Because what anger does is it creates immense sim uh, simplicity immense simplicity and the simplicity the simplicity around this assessment is you're in a situation and it is as simple as don't use that tone with me don't talk to me like i'm a child how dare you do blank who what do you, it's very simple it becomes black and white the problem in front of you the trigger in front of you the activating experience becomes so absolutely clear that it is ridiculous that somebody else wouldn't actually agree with you. It's actually not only just ridiculous, it's, it's, it's really embarrassing that somebody else would not agree with your assessment of the situation because you know what? You're right. It's, it's so, it's just not that hard. It's just not that hard. And so now we're to get through this assessment period and then it's easy to pick a decision and it's easy to take an action and it's easy to say consequences be damned because you made your own bed, because this was so simple that if only you had your eyes open and you actually were trying in life, then you wouldn't be living with these consequences. And there are consequences for your actions. So this anger process is so rapid and fast for some of us because what initially is happening is we have seen similar triggers. And so our nervous system sees a similar trigger and it activates this autopilot response system that kicks in. We go to simplicity and then we try the same strategies we've tried before. And then we get the outcome we want in the immediate, which is the argument's done, the argument escalates and you're right. And you get to demonstrate your power and how in control you are. And it just becomes this whole giant mess. And it, and it rarely actually goes well in the long run because people will only endure that kind of treatment for so long until they figure out how to fight back in a way that they will. And man, that's, uh, that's definitely not, you don't, want to, you don't want to be in that kind of long-term conflict anywhere because that kind of long-term conflict is going to just, just sap your energy and, and undermine your success in every single way. So what we want to do, what we want to do in these moments is, yeah, okay, we hit the trigger, right? Our nervous system kicks on. We immediately go into this, uh, autopilot routine. And as soon as it starts getting too simple, that's our immediate red flag that we might be missing something that we're angry about. The simplicity is the signal. When 
when angry and upset, when it's a simple situation, that should stop us in our tracks. You got to think of Indiana Jones, right? If any of you have seen Indiana Jones and he goes into, um, he goes in to get that golden artifact, he goes in there and it's just simple, right? You just take a step forward. Well, no, well, the whole place is full of booby traps, right? The simple is the deceiving invitation to step into danger. The simple is the deceiving invitation to step into risk. And if you are wanting to fix a relationship, if you are wanting to get control of your anger and you're wanting to fix that relationship with yourself, if you're wanting to have control over your life, simplicity will be a trap when it comes to these sorts of emotions. Because anger is not simple. It just absolutely isn't. There is an immense amount of layers to anger, things that can go back decades that get kicked up in these automatic responses. And if we are not willing to do the work of getting clarity, actual clarity on what the other person's intent was, how the other person's day was before we even showed up, what the heck is motivating them? What are they trying to accomplish? What are they exhausted by right now? What are they hurt by that we did two weeks ago? What are, if we're not going to get clarity on their experience, one, or get clarity on our own experience of, wow, I just went from zero to a hundred fast. There's got to be something else happening here because I feel like I'm on the borderline of an overreaction or I am overreacting. Once we can start pursuing clarity, we can begin to build this pattern into our lives over and over and over again. And it becomes this superpower where even when you're incredibly angry, you can actually stop yourself because you realize that being clear is more important than being right. Especially if you let that become one of your values of being clear and truthful and honest is more important than being right and in control, then at any point when that oversimplicity shows up, you're going to go, okay, there's something wrong here. And you're going to actually do a little bit of exploration. And so, of course, in the middle of a fight or in the middle of a trigger or post-trigger, you're probably not going to go into this whole like in-depth exploration of how your relationship with your father or your relationship with your mother had a deep impact on how you respond to your wife or your significant other today or tonight. No, that's probably not realistic. But what you can do is buy a little time and invite them into the process. So that rather than going, here's my explosive individual self-focused response in order to protect myself, you can actually communicate. Once you get into that assessment phase, right? You got the trigger, you hop into your assessment, you're sensing simplicity and you gotta go, this is way more complicated. You can say, hey, right now, I'm not 100% sure why, but I'm stepping into an immense amount of anger because something doesn't feel right here. I would love to figure this out with you, but right now is not the right time. What can we do to move forward here so that we can reconnect later on this? Man, that would change so much. I mean, imagine what that would be like. You have fights that are boiling over and going over the top that are leading into destruction and pain and sorrow and dehumanization and degradation and, and goodness. You're making yourself look like a, a kid who can't control themselves and suddenly now you have this clarity, you have this, this discipline of the mind to be able to say, this is becoming 
something that needs to be shelved for just maybe 30 minutes to an hour or till the kids are in bed or till whatever, can we circle back on this? That kind of control, that kind of masculinity, that kind of discipline is one of the most attractive things a male can have. Because what that communicates to a significant other, what that communicates to the, to the man himself is that I am not in the passenger seat. I am in the driver's seat. My feelings are a part of my life. They are not my whole life. And while you may be crossing some sort of boundary that we don't even, neither of us are maybe fully aware of, I refuse to allow myself to become the kind of person who gives up discipline and authority in my own world and in my own life. That is power. That is strength. That is overcoming anger. Because at the end of the day, this is a process you're going to have to do over and over and over again because there's no quick fix because anger is not simple. Anger is complicated. There's so much happening with anger. But if you want to maintain quality communication, maintain quality connection, if you want to actually be able to invite people into this process of change and transformation, if you want to help mold your environment and you bring this to the table consistently, not once, not twice, not three times, you do this every single time. Hey, this feels like it's spiraling out of control. I don't want to be a part of that. What I want to do is be a part of this relationship. And so I'm, I, we need to take a little break and circle back because I think I'm having some confusion and maybe there's some confusion for both of us on what is actually going on here. And I need to understand that better. Boom. That's incredible. I mean, you cannot. Yeah. Point is, if you are being caught up in waves of anger and contempt is creeping into your relationship, if you are incapable or not willing to give up the environment you're in because of the paycheck, because of uh, all the benefits and positives of the relationship that are in your life, because of all the friendships, because of all the history, whatever. If you're not willing to give up the relationship in order to find a new environment for you to thrive in, the only way to begin getting your anger under control so that you can mold your environment is to, is to cut it off at that assessment stage. Of course, yes, avoid triggers, but triggers are inevitably out of your control at times. But getting to that assessment stage, getting some clarity, running away from simplicity in the middle of conflict. Conflicts are never simple. Go right to seeking clarity and understanding the details and the nuance, and your relationships are going to transform. Your home is going to transform. Your kids are going to respect you more. Your coworkers are going to be willing to connect with you more. It's going to be an incredibly life-changing ability for you. Get yourself clarity. All right, men, thanks so much for checking out this episode. If you are finding yourself trapped in this sort of disintegrated anger, this sort of thing that cannot move forward and you find yourself in these cycles, head over to the link in my Instagram bio. There is a document called Unraveling Anger. Make sure to check that thing out because you got to get this anger under control because there's more happening under the surface. If you guys want to get connected with me, find all my stuff there. And until then, Make sure to get clarity in anything and everything you're doing. Conflict is never simple. All right. We'll catch you guys next week with a brand new interview. We'll see you then.